welcome to a special holiday edition of the Spooky Succubus cast. I'm Abby. I'm Rebecca. And this is an anti-racist, anti-capitalist, anti-Zionist, pro-Palestine podcast about horror movies. And I'll keep saying that until there's a ceasefire because fuck Israel and fuck America. But welcome. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. I, yeah, it's... It's a hellscape. But, you know, I hope more people wake are waking up, are, like, I think looking are. around and taking evaluations. If it didn't happen in 2016 and it didn't happen in 2020 or 2021 or 22 or, or you know, maybe it's happening now. Maybe they've caught on, you know? I think it's just getting more undeniable what U.S. imperialism is doing to people you know, because in the first Nakba in 1948, we didn't, like, people didn't see it the way they're seeing it now. Because, like, I don't know, the internet's such a double-edged sword, right? Because it is. it yeah. connects, like, it connects lots of communities, some of them sinister and some of them, like, for good and community building and positive, like, thinking and activism. But what a world, man. <sighs> Yeah, what a world. There was, um, I think it was the Slow Factory post um, that was le- that I saw this morning that was like, I saw a nine-year-old boy, a nine-year-old Palestinian boy murdered in cold blood in between a picture of my friend's dog and an ad for a Christmas sale. It's like, that's it's the sort crazy. of reality we're living in. Yeah, the cognitive it's, it's dissonance hard. of like late stage capitalism is truly terrifying. I don't know. And if there are people that are walking around with any faith left in the system, I kind of feel bad for them. <laughs> you know. For whom? I feel like um, everything is just such a joke. It's like, even, yeah, me, I'm like making silly little, little paintings and hawking shit at markets to like pay my bills. Meanwhile, like everything is crumbling around. Like, what am I building? What are like, you what I'm building to do? shit on top of a, like a flaming landfill you know like how are we supposed to do anything that's not true you're just trying to (laughs) be a person in an unforgiving and hostile world that was built by people that don't care about the working class and uh, yeah the thing that's like I don't know I've been thinking a lot about like land stewardship after seeing Mm. the Palestinian olive trees that have been destroyed by the IDF like intentionally and it's sort of the same thing with America. Like, if this was really your land, then you would care about it and you would steward it. But, like, American imperialism values nothing except for... Profits. Profit. And that is, like, the least important thing to me. <laughs> so Yeah. I it's, like, hard me. to believe what we're seeing. Anyway, the movie we're talking about couldn't be, like, any more antithetical to this conversation, <laughs> but I, I guess let's get into it. Silliest so fucking we're, movie. We're doing a special holiday drop, uh, and after some deliberation, I think you had to pee, I had to, like, go take a meeting, and we were like, let's just do the ginger dead man. <laughs> uh, and this is a 2005 kind of a slasher film. Uh, directed by a guy named Charles Band, who is the founder of Empire Pictures, which has released such cult classics as Ghoulies and Reanimator. And I'm guessing he hoped this would take off in kind of the same way, but 
this is definitely the most unwatchable piece of media we've ever consumed on this podcast. And I know we say that from time to time, but I think yeah. this is really it. <laughs> if you're Remember interested in Anaconda? watching it, it's... I like Anaconda. <laughs> Fine. I'd rather watch Anaconda than this. I would, yeah. But if you asked me at, right after I watched Anaconda, would I ever watch it again? I'd be like, hell no. That's an unwatchable movie. No, but. I mean, it's not like a movie that you seek out to watch. It's like if it's on TBS, you watch like <laughs> 20 minutes of it. And then at a yeah. certain point, a commercial break comes on and you move on with your life. Right. Um... This movie stars Gary Busey as a uh, Chucky-esque serial killer called Millard Findelmeyer. Yeah, what a name. I don't... Is that a <laughs> reference to something? I, I, I was like, was gonna like Millard it. Fillmore, like the president? I don't, I don't really know. Yeah. And like all the other character names in this movie are, are overt references to baked goods um but right. i don't really know what millard findelmeyer is so um we open <laughs> the on... least scary name i've ever heard I know. millard <laughs> my name is millard findelmeyer. findelmeyer so we open on middle findelmeyer <laughs> robbing a <laughs> diner called cadillac jacks and we literally open on him just shooting a server like point blank in the head there's no preamble no setup, know, no nothing. no fluffer you're just right in it uh a man named something lee from the, the father of the lee family the lee patriarch, dynasty <laughs> Uh, decides to fight back. He's like, we have to fight back. And he stands up with no plan, no weapons, no, like, sense in his head. And he's like, hey, buddy, stop what you're doing. Uh, And then he basically gets shot down point blank. The man's son, Jeremy, stands up to try to also reason with Millard, and he's killed. But not before Gary Busey, as Millard Findelmeyer, says, welcome to Earth, pal, which I thought was kind of funny. So many of these lines, these one-liners, are so bad. Like, Who wrote this movie? It's not Charles Band. It's It's like somebody else. No, there are two writers, William Butler and Dominic Muir, who also brought us Evil Bong 666. Um, Oh, we should definitely watch that. (laughs) They're just like B-movie writers, but like... I like a B movie and they can still be funny and clever and just like not as well financed, but this is not it. This isn't. I the mean, one. some of these. Oh, never mind. I was looking at the ones he was an actor in and I was like, these are funny, but that's what he was acting in and not what he was actually writing. Yeah. Um, it looks like much of his work is uh, Ginger Dead Man and also like some Barbie TV show episodes so it's that's like, fine yeah i don't they they did one there's one the ginger dead man even though this movie is unbelievably horrible spawned a lot of um sequels I including ginger dead man to passion, passion of, the, of crust. the crust i think i would watch <laughs> it just to say the name yeah, yeah just to I be do like think have passion you seen ginger dead man to passion of the crust <laughs> It's funny that this movie was made in 2005 because it looked like it was made in, like, 1987 from the Dude. quality. <laughs> and, like, I mean, like, when they Were pulled they in a cell phone. Were they filming on, like, a handheld, yeah, like, literally, old recorder from the 90s? 
with this I, like Velcro strap. When they pulled out a cell phone, I was like, doesn't this take place in like 1992? <laughs> um, I was just kind of surprised. Um, yeah. So Millard then coaxes the sister out of a hiding spot, Sarah. He shoots at her, but like doesn't kill her. And apparently the mother Betty is in the vicinity, but I didn't see her. So Sarah and Betty, the other half of the family, survive this. Uh, and then, but before Millard's... he says, "I can't, he wants he's not going to kill her because he has to honor his mother." Right. Why? I think he meant he like, was going to like. His mother said to finish what he started, so he has to, like, honor her. And then he looks up at the sky like she's dead, but then later in the movie you find out that she is actually still alive. Um, So, I don't know. I don't think Millard has a great, like, healthy dynamic with his mother. (laughs) Mommy issues. Whatever. So, I think the thing was, like, he was going to shoot her, but then... Decides not to, but then he decides to because he shoots at her. But we don't know if she gets injured because we um, cut to, like, a couple of years later. And we're at a bakery. The opening credits are an hour long. I think they're, like, black and white footage of being inside an oven. But it was, like, probably eight minutes long. I, like, did several other things while they were running. Yeah, I fast-forwarded. Finally, they are, like, shooting over a city street, and they shoot an American apparel storefront <laughs> for, like, 10 seconds. And yeah. then, finally, we go to the bakery where Sarah, the sister, uh, is in her family bakery um, wishing a photo of her deceased brother a happy birthday. Newspaper clippings reveal that Sarah helped sentence Miller to the electric chair, and I think his sentencing is nigh. Um, there is a knock on the service entrance door and Sarah receives the delivery of grandma's gingerbread seasoning and sees a delivery person wearing a full length cloak walking away. And she's like, snap out of it, Sarah. It's just a delivery person. And I was like, they're wearing a cloak though. That's weird. Like, (laughs) I think that's a red flag. You should trust your gut. How did Millard like organize all this from beyond the grave? Like what? That was his or even mother. behind bars? Oh, that was the mother. So okay, I wasn't paying attention. I learned this from the Wikipedia page. So the subtext is that the mother is a his mother's a witch, and she, as we find out in a few minutes in the movie from Julia, another bakery employee, Millard was cremated and his ashes were sent back to his mother's home. His mother is a witch, so she did some kind of, like, black magic on his ashes and mixed them in with cookie mix to make um, a sentient Millard cookie. Uh, But there was literally no way to infer that from the actual movie. I just read it, like, on the Wikipedia entry. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, my brain did take a vacation during a lot of this movie. I was, like, thinking about holiday cooking and shit. But, um, yeah, I didn't get any of that. Brick, another bakery employee, arrives and invites Sarah to go to Wrestle a Palooza with him, but she's she distant gone. because it's Jeremy's birthday. I mean, she would have avoided a lot of trouble if she went. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brick cuts his wrist or something while opening the gingerbread seasoning. He severs blood... several veins. He's like, yeah, it's maimed himself. I, <laughs> like, you should go to the hospital. Also, like, did was the box purposely difficult to open so that it would maim you and you would get blood into the ashes because i think that's like what made it a sentient cookie so like you said i think it's poorly 
conceived as a plan. I was, as someone who works in the service food industry, I was like, this is not procedure. Like, you cut yourself, do not get closer to the food. Like, what do you, you're no. just like hovering above you it, have to go grabbing clean it up the and edge. put a glove on. Yeah. Dude, get out of here. You're and and all no over point the place. Did that dough look appropriate to feed? It never looked appropriate for human consumption. So, so yeasty and so like, like puffy. Why is it puffy, puffy? And like, not completely smooth. There, it was a lot of like lumps in it. Uh, but we'll get to that. <laughs> okay, so there's a yell from the front of the bakery, and um, Sarah goes to the counter where another bakery employee, Julia, who is Latin X, and it's really bad. Um, she's reading the newspaper about how Findelmeyer was executed and his ashes were sent back to his mother. But she's supposed to be a uh, Latina. She's like, another soul for El Diablo. It's like really I hated rough. It. it was awful. And she like. I mean, she's I hate to put upon super, accent. Super. I know. It's always. So um, and yeah, so she's the only one in the movie who doesn't get like a fun cookie name or last name at all. Um, she's played Julia, by Daniela Melgoza. Maybe Julia Child. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but yeah, I just like, this is what we're doing right now. This in the year of our Lord, 2005, there's a fucking Gary Busey cookie on the run. And like, we still have to like make a, at least she's got like a full shirt on and she's not like hit. Like nobody's like sexualizing her. I don't know. I mean, the mom treats her badly down the, wait, I don't even see her credited in the, uh, on the IMDb. She's very, very far down. She's like second from the last, even though she's what, got she's several. Like kind of a main character. Like yeah. the bake sale customers are credited above her. Yeah. Rude. Um, yeah, I didn't love that. I didn't, I hated it. But whatever. Yeah. You and know, white I mean, yeah, that's rough. Okay. Uh, in the back, a mixer turns itself on suspiciously. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I have to burp. The girlies hear a gunshot. It's Sarah's drunk mother wielding a shotgun outside. And they, like, coax her to go lie down. Back in the mixer, a suspicious hand is rising out of the bloody dough, but nobody's really watching. (laughs) Uh, A hot shot with a cowboy hat named Jimmy Dean pulls up in a sports car outside of the bakery. He's opening a restaurant across the street and wants to buy Sarah out because the bakery is an eyesore. His daughter, Lorna, is in the car being annoying, and uh, it's a really embarrassing offer. Jimmy Dean's a dick. Yeah. Jimmy played by... um, A man, for sure. Larry Sider, who I know from Community. He plays, um, like, the evil dad. He did look familiar. Um, Chevy... Chase's evil father. Cornelius Hawthorne. <laughs> yeah. He's got ivory hair. Pretty funny. He was in American Horror Story as an auctioneer. He oh, was in Deadwood. Yeah. I do kind of remember that. He was in Young Sheldon. Oh, God. He's, wor- he's well, working. Well, good for him. He's, Get those pages. He's still working. He was in Grand Crew, which was pretty funny. I watched a couple seasons. I think there were only two or three seasons. It got canceled because it's an all-black cast, so... Right. Whatever. 
Um, Brick comforts Sarah. She cries about her shitty business situation. She tells Brick to take off early for Wrestlepalooza and she will finish the gingerbread cookies. So she pulls out this dough, which is clearly streaked with blood. Um, <laughs> it is pale, pale. Like gingerbread dough is like made with molasses. It's really dark. And um, she doesn't even roll the, like, I mean, I'm, a, I'm an amateur baker. She does not roll the dough out. She just kind of, like, smooshes it. And then she makes one single cookie out of this massive pile of dough. It's a huge, she huge bowl of dough. Puts, like, you know, his little candy uh, accents on. And then when she slashes open his mouth, it's, like, really wild. She's like... Rah, 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 rah. It's it's like a watching great. a first grader make a cookie. Like that would I be I was like, their are you idea. not a professional baker? It was what funny. are you doing, Sarah? It's the worst cookie I've ever seen. <laughs> um, and then so she pops her single cookie. She makes a single cookie and puts one cookie on a baking sheet. For who? Who who For do you who? sell this to? What are you gonna do with it? And she has all this other dough. Like she, what does she? She's got to keep it hydrated. She just leaves it out. I mean, for if she had made a bunch of tiny little cookies and they're all running around with Gary Busey's voice, I would have been way better. Yeah, actually, I mean, I did think the cookie was funny and cute. Um, I hated, but I did struggle with the scale of that cookie. Did you have that issue too? Yeah, like I think because they had to like shoot it a certain way, but it looked he looks like, like he's the size of size. like a fifth grader. Yeah, I, and but it's then a, it's at a the cookie end. that's like four <laughs> inches. I was so, so like, bad. what? How are you driving so, this fucking car, gingerbread man? Like, what? You're he a had a rolling pin. Remember for a foot, he like attached a rolling pin to his foot. What sort of weight are you putting behind that rolling pin? You're made of dough. I don't and know. <laughs> You'll break. Um, <laughs> what happens? Oh, Lorna turns up in the bakery to plant rats to get Sarah's bakery shut down by the health department before her dad can go through with the offer. That is um, a pet store a, rat. It's like got it's a like very fur well pattern. Rat. And yeah, yeah, it's like clean and cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the demonic monster cookie is starting to wake up in the oven. They're now having a food fight because Sarah pied her when, um, Lorna planted the rat and they're literally just having a full on food fight. This, and the Um, way they're running and like flailing, like they're not landing any punches or anything. It's like, (laughs) it's like the writers were like, make it like a jello when like a fight, when the like women fight in jello in a kiddie pool, but like with flour cookies yeah it wasn't sexy none of about nothing about it it was, it was they dry were just, like, flailing it was dry <laughs> and they were flailing yeah a strange electric charge enters the oven and the ginger dead man becomes sentient new player uh amos enters the chat who's suddenly like a very prominent character out of nowhere um, he's got an he's, eyebrow ring he's got an eyebrow piercing and he's dating lorna um they open the oven when they're hearing, they hear noises in the oven and they open it and a sentient cookie comes out of it and like scurries away. Uh, so Sarah's like, Oh my God, it's voice. I was like, that's a walking cookie. And you're like, he sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I Amos, think I know that Lorna, cookie from somewhere. <laughs> I've met you before. Amos, Lorna and Sarah just stand around for like 15 minutes being like, 
is it a real cookie man? <laughs> or like, There's no is way. it a prank? They're just standing there like wasting time. Uh, Lorna says it's black magic and Sarah's like, I have a bad feeling. I'm like, yeah, there's a monster cookie running around. So that checks <laughs> out. So the Millard cookie goes into the walk-in to have a snack. Uh, the phone line has been cut. And Lorna tries her cell. She connects through to her dad, Jimmy Dean, but then the phone dies. Um, Betty arrives to straighten up and find her stash. She's like, what happened in here? She spots the rat and decides to go grab her shotgun, but then hears strange noises and sees that the newspaper clippings of Millard have been outlined in whipped cream. (laughs) Circled. (laughs) Cream. Um... So the Millard cookie then reveals himself and Betty, this is the weirdest moment in the movie. Betty like like, really slowly tries to point, like poke his belly because he's so cute. And then Millard slices her finger off. He's like, not today, bitch. So she does some screaming and like falls in a laundry basket hamper. Um, (laughs) Betty realizes who the cookie is when she hears the voice and Julia finds her she tries to explain, but Julia's like, well, you're drunk, so no. And then Millard Cookie bonks her on the back of the head with, like, like a sledgehammer. I don't even know what it was. And Julia's yeah. knocked out. I- Amos grabs a gun and an- another cell phone that I don't totally understand. He's like, I'm getting your <laughs> cell phone from the car, but she already made, Lorna already made a call on her cell phone, which is dead, so... I said, I'm not interrogating this. I don't have the energy. There are they two just have phones. another cell phone. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yes. Millard Cookie cuts the electricity. Jimmy Dean arrives. And Amos and Sarah flirt. Jimmy Dean I didn't calls need that. No, in no the, way. It was weird. really weird. He was like, and she was like, do you remember when you came to my birthday party? And he was like, no. And then they smooch. So that's and fine. And yeah, They're she was like, now. I punched you in the face. <laughs> When we were six or whatever. Like, like, cool. Do it again. (laughs) Right. He needs it, I think. I dare you. Jimmy Dean shouts for Lorna, and he's like, she's mixed up with that no good tatted low down uh, deadbeat. And he's like annoyed (laughs) because Amos's car is there. Miller Cookie steals Jimmy's car. And again, like, this is a scale issue because he's driving it and he's, like, kind of able to see over the steering wheel. But then, like, you see it from his perspective and he's, like, looking out of the windshield. But then when you see Millard Cookie in the car, his head is, like, down, like, underneath the steering wheel. So the scale is confusing, (laughs) to say the least. And he eventually runs Jimmy Dean into a wall, killing him. R.A.P. Um, Sarah tells Amos that Millard Cookie is the last straw and she's going to close the bakery. Uh, They then find Julia in the walk-in, freezing, covered in whipped cream with cherries on her nipples. So if Julia's character wasn't, like, enough of a stereotype, now it's been, like, she's been sexualized for, like, no reason. And I don't think she says another word the rest of the movie because she's, like, in a cold coma or something. Yeah, she's gone. Uh, Lorna finds her dad and she cries a little bit, but then she steals the ring off his finger and is like, I'll miss you, daddy. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, I was like, oh, you're so ups- cut up about this, but oh, look at this, this diamond ring. I'll take She that. just robs him and takes a walk, yeah. So this one really made me laugh, too. Off screen, Sarah explains to Amos that it's Millard in the cookie getting revenge. 
and you can like infer that that happened. But then we come back to Amos and Sarah after she's made this off-screen revelation, and Amos just parrots it back to her, and they have like the entire exposition anyway when it was like completely unnecessary. You could have just done it, yeah. I was, was like, so we understand. Sarah reveals that she's taking nursing classes at the community college, and she was like, "You probably think that's so stupid." And he's like, "No, babe, you should be a surgeon." Oh. And they, I think, kiss. Yeah, this is when they kiss. Sorry. As if being before. a nurse isn't as good as being a surgeon. Yeah, like, what do you so mean, sorry. bitch? Fuck you. Nurses, yeah. I mean, I guess nurses do work a lot harder and do all of the legwork and emotional less. labor for doctors. Or a lot more for a lot less, yeah. But, yeah, they should. that shouldn't be the case. But. Um, <laughs> Millard slashes Lorna in the face and she's upset because she'll no longer be able to be Miss Pretty Face of Waco. <laughs> Lorna decides she's out of here, she's leaving, and she walks into a booby trap that kills her with a knife through the forehead. Sarah is ready to face her fears and show down with the cookie. Um, she then finds her mom's finger pointing at the oven, and they realize <laughs> that her mom is in the oven having some time, a little sauna day. Um, Amos pulls mom out, but then Miller takes the opportunity to push Sarah in and like knock Amos out. She somehow gets out. I wasn't paying attention and reunites mm. with Amos. Just then Brick arrives. He and Julia team up and knock Millard cookie out. Um, and then Brick eats his head off, which is revealed so to be full of human guts. It's like a cookie with intestines. So that's kind of nasty. Like, girl, you ate human. Yeah, like, you ate a man. You ate a cookie man. And yourself. Like, that that cookie is part brick. Yeah. Oh, Kyle. Oh, she's getting up. She's sleeping on my jeans. She's warming them up for you. Um, What happens now? Oh, after the cookie consumption Brooke goes got milk and I le- oh, legitimately God. wonder if they got like a kickback from that because <laughs> that was the time that was he the chugs a half gallon milk. of milk and somehow Julia's like feeling him she's like now we know who's the big macho man and I was oh, like oh yeah she I does wanna, I forgot I they die. had a weird thing yeah mm-hmm. it doesn't last because Brick has a tummy ache and unfortunately Millard is now in Brick the gang heads out. Sarah gets back, goes back to get Brick, but she realizes it's Millard. Suddenly, he has, like, blue paint on his mouth and is trying to maybe eat her. Um, Amos arrives to shoot Brick. I don't think it works. Um, Sarah isn't scared anymore, so she shoves Millard into the oven. Millard Brick, not Millard Cookie. Millard, yeah, Millard hollowed black makeup-eyed Brick. Uh-huh. So bad. Abruptly, we cut to the bakery having a bake sale, which, like... I don't understand why you would have a bake sale on a folding table in front of a bakery when you have, like, a, there's cases. Guys, yeah, like you, you have a brick um, and mortar. So you don't need this. They're having a sale to benefit the hospital. And I was like, can we back up and figure out how you got away with murdering your colleague by shoving him into an oven in cold blood? Like, quick question. It's not explained. Um, yeah. She's still with Amos. They have a gross kiss. And then... A little kid asks if she has gingerbread cookies, and Sarah's like, no way, Jose. And then a nurse is like, actually, a strange and mysterious lady dropped off these sentient 
gingerbread cookies moments before. <laughs> she opens the box and it's a bunch of little gingerbread cookies blinking their eyes at her. The end. The end. Um, and then the out credits are also so long. Like this movie was really like forty. I didn't minutes. watch them. No, but yeah, it, like they padded ended the like, runtime quite a bit. Oh yeah, the with the opening credits and the end credits and uh, yeah, it didn't. It could have been like a short movie. It could have been. This is what it could have been: an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark. <laughs> Yes, or like Tales from the Crypt or something. Like it could have, it didn't need, I didn't, we didn't need this. I really like, also I just the can't only stand thing, Gary Busey. I, really, I hate him. I can't. Like, also, I don't know. I thought there would be like a holiday connection of some kind, but it's literally like he's just made of gingerbread. So I think the it was just convenient because it was man shaped, you know? Yeah. He, what, you know, what if he was a sentient black and white cookie? Then what? That would actually be hilarious. Uh, I'm just, like, rolling from place like, to place. Any kind of sentient cookie that doesn't have limbs, I think, would have been great. A sentient thumbprint, you know? Like, just, like, oozing jelly about. I love about. a thumbprint cookie. You'd be, like, smother oh people with jelly. Um, I had the idea that I was going to, like, go for it and make Christmas cookies this year, but I'm feeling, like, the laziness enter my bloodstream, and I don't know what's going to happen. Are you baking only, this Christmas? I am making my favorite cookie of all time, which is arugula's. Um, have you ever had, had those? Them? Yeah, we got them from a cookies. Jewish bakery in the area to bring. We went on a little trip to Vermont with John and Ariel, my brother and sister-in-law, and it was Hanukkah, so we brought arugula. I... I, for some reason, I don't know if it's the neighborhood my grandma grew up in or, like, I have a theory that she, like, had a boyfriend or something who was Jewish, but a lot of, like, Hot. she loved uh, matzah crackers. We had them all the time. For She used to just They're... put butter and salt on them. Pretty good. Yeah. She loves um, Manischewitz. She always wanted Manischewitz on, like, Christmas like, and Thanksgiving and stuff. Like, she would just drink Manischewitz? Yeah, I've and, never um, met anyone that just drinks Manischewitz. Like, I've seen it used for like you know the wine at Seder's, but I don't know people just drink it. I've used it for. We cooking. are, we are not Jewish. Jewish. She is. She was not Jewish. I, I was confused, and then we all always had rugula on Christmas. That was like a huge. That's so and, funny. Yeah, I don't. And there was something else too that we always used to have. But yeah, it was like we had all these like random. Jewish foods about the house, even though we are not that. And yeah, I love arugula, and my mom makes them every year. So this year, I'm gonna make them. That's awesome. What kind of is yeah. it a? It's like an enriched dough, right? Or flaky? It's like pastry uh, dough. Yeah, sort of like pastry dough. It's they're like tiny. They're like barely cookies. It's more like itty bitty, like a pastries. little croissant. Yeah, yeah, filled with uh, preserves. Yeah, we had raspberry chocolate ones, and they were really good. And apricot. Yum, yum, yum. I love apricot. It's fine. The but... only thing this movie made me feel is that I wanted cookies. Um, Not gingerbread. I hate gingerbread cookies. I actually love gingerbread. I think I'm going to make it. But I know. You said you had a bug know. up your butt about making them I'm, like, But I don't think I actually have <laughs> the cookie cutter, so I may need to procure one now i'm looking at italian christmas cookies Ooh. 
I was thinking about Ricotta. making yoli cookies, but oh. pine nuts are really expensive, so I might not do that. I have, like, I accidentally, I did the, you know, that TikTok sound, the, go to the store, buy a bottle buy of poison sauce. Buy a bottle of poison sauce. Um, Open the fridge. I do that. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I do, do that Caesar with sings that capers. Song. Capers. I do that with capers. everything. I Everything, I'm like, oh, we need this. But pine nuts, I've got, like, four packages of pine nuts in the, because every time I'm like, oh, I want to make a salad, wow. and I buy a little thing of pine nuts. And I have 100,000. You are rich with pine nuts. <laughs> and walnuts and, like, random other things. We have a shit ton of um, peanuts and cashews. Ooh, I love cashews. Sorry, I'm looking up cookie types. <laughs> this is not... Um, there's nothing to say about this movie. Uh, it's dumb. I... And not dumb in a fun way. Like, I love dumb movies. It's but just, I mean, it really is hard to watch. It's I was um, free on pains. Tubi. I, I, watch it if you've got, like, I don't know, if you have to, like, do something boring on your computer. Um, I was inputting sales while I was watching this movie and scrolling through Love is Blind presents. Reddit. <laughs> yeah, what yeah. were you on Love is Blind Reddit for? Was there something specific you were interested in? No, well, okay, so I only watched the first season, um, but I need, like, if I listen to a podcast or watch a show that's, like, too good while I'm trying to do other things and I won't do the thing that I'm doing, I'll just, like, end up listening or watching. So I have to put on something kind of mindless, and so I was like, I only watch the first season of Love is Blind, I'll watch more of it. And I'm wa- watching season two right now, and I have so many like. I don't remember. Do if I other people two. hate Shayna as much as I hate her? Oh, like, I hated Shayna. I felt bad for her. I hate Shane, but... and I hate Shayna. Like Shane's eyes don't close. I've never seen uh, him blink. Like, what is wrong with this man? Strangely, Shane kind of looks like Gary Busey, as a matter of fact. He does look like Gary Busey. Which, while I was scrolling Reddit and watching this movie, came up, and I was like, "That's hilarious," and it's very true synchronicity um, baby yeah those psychopath eyes and yeah i don't know i uh, love is blind is such an insane show and concept and i like hate it i'm really hate I watching think that, it but it's kind like, of fun i mean and you've heard those rumors too that like they intentionally deprive them of food and water and are basically just like pumping them full of alcohol all day every day and, yeah. I, like, they don't get to go outside and stuff. I mean, I was like, that's on you for doing this experiment because it's deranged. Um, but, I mean, the crazy thing is, like, it did work for some people. But I guess lightning well, strikes. Those, like, two... A broken clock is right twice a day. Something no, twice like a day. Those two, like, really hot people got together in season one and they, like, had babies and stuff. So, but, um... they had babies? I thought they'd, or maybe, I don't know, maybe Reddit was wrong. Or maybe I was looking at somebody else. I kind of, I forgot their names. Ashley, or, I don't It's Lauren and um, Cameron, those two people. Okay, that sounds familiar, yeah. Um, but I, I just, like, okay, love is blind, but everyone's still really, like, conventionally attractive and thin and mostly white. Yeah, I would love to and, see some body diversity, and I also would yeah. love to see people that don't want kids like they or only even... have people that are like i i want to settle down and have a family like family and children are so important to me 
Like, okay, there's other people out here in the world, there's in the so streets much... that don't want that. In these in these streets. Uh, yeah. Or, like, that one guy's an atheist. So it's, like, a huge plot point. I'm like, is it, though? Like, who? Like, oh, is yeah. it really? I think you're just, like, I, trying to Everyone date a conservative. Like super Christian gross. on that show. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Ki- I would, Kyle. I had a long. Kyle and Shane. Yeah. Who, he looks like a little puppy. Um, He's cute. But oh, my God. And then she there doesn't was believe the in evolution. And you want to marry does not believe, Like, you can't marry someone that thinks that, no. right? Like, Stop it. And, like, yeah, uh, Shake and Deep D, I was like, girl, get out. That, what are you doing? I was also pissed because two of the women on that season, it was, like, a massive plot point that they lost, like, 80 pounds or something. And, yeah, uh, and they're like, I'm afraid, I'm terrified I'll gain weight and then someone won't love me. Like, what? Are you, are you serious? That's... I just like that's toxic to like it's I don't sad. It's sad. And I also like as a as like a heterosexual like cis woman, I would just like appreciate differences in like the way that like does everyone have to be like a conventionally attractive hyper femme woman on this show? Like can we have right. like some fun diver- like can oh, can a woman wear a pantsuit in this show? Like why is why everyone do they, ha- they have wear like always in bodycon silk dresses and high body heels? Con. Like, what? Oh my god, exactly. I know. I'm like I kind of feel like they must assign like give Vet them a them in that way. Yeah. Yeah, or like, do you enjoy wearing strappy heels? Yes or no? Like, um, I will never. I've made this. I will never wear a pair of high heels in, again in it's, my life. It is not worth my the pain. Prime. I have a pair of aerosols, like stacked. He- it's like a stacked heel sandal. But that's because aerosols are for, like, old people. They're, like, shoes that are, <laughs> what do they call it? When it's, like, a medical shoe? Uh, you know? It's Orthopedic. Um, orthopedic. I was going to say hyperpedic, and I was like, no, that's for beds. You know, weirdly, I I don't know. I mean, are we talking about this movie anymore? Probably we not, We've stopped right? talking about this movie. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is what, um, it doesn't even have anything to do with it. But I mean, me. I think the the most, like, notable thing is that the character of Julia is racist and shitty and brick fridged. It's like a being brick, normal. Yeah. Being a normal yeah. guy that likes Russell-a-Palooza. Um, no, so back to shoes. Um, <laughs> I got, like, a nice pair of running shoes. I don't run, but I, like, walk the dog a lot, and I wanted a pair that I could use for, like, being on, on the trail when I didn't feel like doing my boots, like, because sometimes I don't like wearing my hiking boots. I wanted to have, like, good good pair of sneakers. They hurt my feet. Like, they hurt my arches, to the point that I just went back to walking the dog in my van slip-ons, and they're, like, more comfortable than any other shoe. Weird. I know. I don't know. Maybe my feet are just fucked up. And I have a high arch, so it shouldn't be like that. But yeah, here we are, guys. Here we are. My arches are so high, and my sister has plasher fasci- plantar fasciitis. Plantar fasciitis. Adam has that, And too. I'm worried that I do, too. But, um... I'm not Actually, you know who used to tell me I was going to get plantar fasciitis? Who? Jim Lapides. He was like, you have to stop stomping around or you're going to have plantar fasciitis at a young age and have to retrain (laughs) yourself how to walk. You need to walk on the balls of your feet (laughs) more. Shut up. Like, God. Fuck off, man. Yeah. Um, Anyway, yeah, this movie... um, 
these women are all hyper femme too. And the way Gary Busey was talking about he nice was like transition. calling her Kitty. Um, oh yeah, I'm like, come out, Kitty. Like, f- fuck off, dude. Also, I do feel like, like this was twenty five. Like trying to recreate the magic of Chucky, but it's so rough. Like You'll it never really be is. a child's play. Like yeah. you're not Brad Dorif. Fuck off. I like I, the the fact that the movie is successful and like good, and I and I like it, and like tons of people like it is like what a stupid concept. Like a serial killer uses this like magic to like put himself in a doll and then this tiny little funny looking doll runs around murdering people it's so cute what a, but it's such a good movie it's such a fun franchise speaking of chucky i was catching up on real housewives of beverly hills today and my <laughs> jaw hit the floor because none other than jennifer tilly was on real housewives of beverly hills because she's good friends with one of the wives um wow. and i was like you shouldn't do this, Jennifer. You're better than this. But Queen I of the Universe, her. Jennifer Tilly. I yeah. know. What a, what a voice on her. Yeah. I she was, was, she was watching... like, you should be nicer to your house manager. He's He deserves a raise. And I was like, thank you, Jennifer. Queen Hero. of the working Hero. people. Exactly. Um, I was watching a TikTok about vocal fry, and I don't think I ever really... I knew that was a term, but I don't think I understood what it meant. And he, like, broke it down and was talking about the misogyny of it. And I was like, oh, I have that. And I don't think I ever realized. A lot of people I, have it. And intensely. men have it, too. But, like, well, yeah. people just don't get mad when men have it because people just hate women. So or, Yeah, people hate women. But then I couldn't unhear it. And I, like, On yourself? And, my, now I, and I hear it all the time now. It's like, I, yeah, I, all the time. <laughs> Sounds like frying bacon. You didn't in need my, that. Nobody needed throat. to put that in your head. I, my brother-in-law called me shrill as a joke, but I feel like it wasn't a joke. And it kind of hurt my feelings, and it's all I think about now. <laughs> no. I, I'm shrill. I've got vocal fry, and I'm shrill. Like, when I'm really upset about something, or I'm, I talk loud, and, like, if I get really excited, I start, like, I, like, yell. But my voice isn't, like, naturally that high-pitched. But it gets high-pitched, and so it's just, like, sh- I'm just shrill. You've heard it happen when we're out at bars and I'm, like, half drunk and, like, screaming about something. I think what that do? shrill has become a word that isn't true to its actual definition because of misogyny. Like, high-pitched and piercing. So that really means, like, an alarm. Or an ambulance. I don't think it necessarily means, like, a piercing whistle. The shrill of a smoke detector. I don't think it should be applied to women's voices anymore. That's my official statement. I hear your voice all the time, and I would never describe it as shrill. And never have I heard you become shrill. So, no. Or anything similar to it. I mean, I don't, but, like, that also connotes that being shrill is bad and it's not I just, it's said just I a description shrill, and i'm fine with it you're not i mean you're not really but you're just i mean i guess like you're my best friend so you're just you <laughs> um, <laughs> so i'm just me yeah. <laughs> yeah ah yeah i think like the english language i don't mean i don't I assume it happens in other languages too but there's so many ways that 
like words and language have been warped to serve patriarchy and misogyny and it's yeah i'm upset about it man <laughs> and i'm gonna be shrill about it yeah and kit like kitties are a good Kitty, example don't do that and like i don't um, know what julia did to deserve those whipped cream cherry nipples, nipples. that was wrong I also like the characterization of Jeremy Lee, um, who's played by Jason. I think his name is Jason. Wait, I gotta pull my notes back up. Uh, his Jason name is just Jeremy Snyder. No, his name. Oh, James Snyder. He's also That's, he's in it. She's the man. My favorite. Movie. What's the difference between James and Jeremy? Really, you know, and Jason. Nothing. There All is the no same. difference. <laughs> um. I know and you love She's the Man. I love She's the Man. I just watched it again, like, two days ago. Did just because it, like, it just, yeah, it just brings me a lot of joy. It just, like, makes did me Did I tell you we giggle. watched Home Alone the other day? And, uh... You did? <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn, these... The, I think we actually said this on the last podcast, but I was like, you guys really should have given up. Like, the you could rob anything else. You're, like doing child abuse at this point <laughs> like you're you're doing the child abuse. you are the i was also problem. dying at like people pursuing an eight-year-old child for shoplifting a toothbrush like okay i think he needed the toothbrush more than you needed that like four dollars or whatever how much does a toothbrush cost i'm like lucille in the 90s it was like 50 cents <laughs> yeah um i i was never a big home alone person Again, Macaulay Christmas Carol is the best. Cute. Yeah, it definitely is the best Christmas movie. Um, um, my favorite Macaulay Culkin joint is Saved, of course. Yeah, I was listening to somebody talk about the plot to My Girl on a podcast, and I was like, "Oh God, that wasn't, that wasn't nice that they did that to us." Actually, I, I think children of the '90s deserve a formal apology because now we're attracted to anthropomorphic animals. We assume that there's like dead bodies lying around everywhere. Like we're not stable. We're not well. Um, I mean, yeah, kids' movies were home, Homeward Bound. God, that movie's depressing. That was for like the, actually all the way probably up the most like to significant the last five minutes crying moment of my early childhood that I can remember. Milo and Otis too. Like, why? Why are we putting cats and dogs in peril? And and making a lot it of for tiny children. Died. Making Milo notice. Uh, Lassie? No, not Lassie. What am I thinking of? Balto? No, that was animated. <laughs> Wait, I are never, we talking I've never about, seen Balto. Are we talking about like movies, movies where, where the dog was died? hot? Or were they <laughs> <laughs> The dog in Balto's hot? I've never seen it. I don't really remember. I think he's, like, cool, though. He's, like, a sled dog. He's, like... <laughs> I thought you were going to say sled dog. Like, slutty, slutty sled dog. He's a slutty sled dog. Um, I, yeah, think, I've never seen... I think Balto's handsome. <laughs> good yeah, Balto's... Dog. I'm sorry. Balto's hot. That's Why are we like um, this? We don't... You know, tell me. what um, I th- think about think all of... the time is... Um, the Beast fucking... from Beauty and the Beast? He was fine, yeah. Smash. <laughs> what were you gonna uh, say? I'm so sorry. I just started reading the plot to Balto, and I'm like, "What the Tell fuck?" Tell me about it. Wasn't that a real dog? Um. That okay. So yes, he was a real dog. 
He's a wolf dog hybrid, and he lives in a boat on the outskirts of Nome, Alaska, famously the setting of the fourth kind. Um, and he has some animal friends. And then one night, all the children in the village fall ill with diphtheria, and severe winter weather conditions prevent medicine from being bought, brought by air or by sea. So a dog race, they do a dog race to figure out who can be on the sled dog team to go get medicine, and... Balto wins. So he saves the children huh. from diphtheria. I don't know if I should watch this again. I might not I might not be able to have the emotional fortitude. Not. Hold up. I watched we watched everything everywhere all at once because they put it on Prime. Oh, um, I heard that was like I, a head I bawled the whole time. Yeah. I finally watched I Barbie. Told you it's, I have not watched Barbie yet. I'll it's do it. Sure. Yeah, I saw that the other day. Well, um, Balto's remains are at the like Cleveland Museum. Of... Yeah, that's how I felt. But it was a fun watch. We had like, we had dinner and just like ate cookies and watched it. Are right, there I lesbian can't get undertones? Because I'll watch it then. Um, no. Kind of. I mean, I think there's just, I don't know that it's like sexual. It's just an basically an undertone of like camaraderie and like do we actually need men no and no <laughs> i mean I, I like mine but Just, um, yeah i like mine but like okay on well, a I macro can't... scale anyway. no i don't see we don't need gary done. Busey. absolutely i don't not. think we need brad dorrit though <laughs> mm-hmm. Ugh, my butt's falling asleep fair sorry i my, my lacroix can made a very loud noise anyway um, I didn't this movie's it. terrible. Yeah, I mean, uh, I maybe we, got, watch we it, haven't like, talked about it for a long time. Maybe just don't watch it. I think like maybe because we were talking about like sentient inanimate objects that we think are hot, like Lumiere. <laughs> <laughs> Lumiere, yeah. Although I think Lumiere is like, yeah, but Cogsworth he, yeah. is like he's a bit pret- he's, pretentious. He's a victim of the patriarchy, you know. He's really <laughs> snooty, and I think Lumiere is way more in touch with his emotions. Right, he would care about your orgasm for sure. It, for sure, you know? he's that feather he duster making that feather duster hurt. scream. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did it. Um, we hope that you find some levity and rest and joy this holiday season even though the world's a dumpster fire um if it means talking about like hot disney animals so be it you know what can you do (laughs) yeah what can you do Um, yeah so don't don't watch this movie not hot either no No i mean this movie is he's not really even cute because yeah, he yeah. does look like a ghoulie from Ghoulies, but I don't know. The a Ghoulies just ghoul. had that, that something, you know, that special something. <laughs> um, yeah. But anyway, thank, we we have an Instagram at SpookySuccubus underscore cast. We've got a link tree. We've got a Patreon. It's a dollar a month. We're going to record a bonus episode incoming. Definitely. So. Maybe we should do like a wintry movie. Right. What haven't we done? Um, that's winter. I was gonna say winter. We do misery bone. again. Oh. oh my gosh. What if we just did misery every year? <laughs> but we can't like, listen back snowing. to the last one we did. We just have to have like 
I and I wonder remember. how many of the takes would end up being the same. Probably. Probably. I, I, only I like love Kathy jokes. Bates. Love her. Want to be her. I hate James Caan. He can suck a dick. That's my take. Isn't it? That's the take like, of the movie. <laughs> what happened in like the production of Elf that they had like so many famous people like James Caan, whatever that guy's name, who's like the comedian from the 50s. Peter Dinklage. Was, um... No. Oh, I just mean Peter... he's in it. Well, I didn't know who you were talking about. <laughs> oh my god! I, was like, I don't think that he was doing stand up in the sixties. I don't know stand up in the sixties. An elf. Uh, Bob Newhart is Papa Elf. Oh yeah, yes. okay, Bob Newhart. He also had a show. The Ed Newhart Asner. Show. Yes, Bob Newhart had a show. Mary Steenburgen, like. This was stacked. I love I actually her. forgot Peter Dinklage was in it. Amy Sedaris. Maybe Man. I'll watch Elf today. Every time Amy Sedaris is in something, I tell Caesar the same thing. And he, I was like, do you know who, that's Amy Sedaris. you know who that is? He's like, yes. I was like, you know, she's the sister of David Sedaris. He's like, yeah, I know. You tell me every fucking every time. time we watch a movie. Like, I know, but it's, I get excited. Leon Redbone is the voice of the snowman. Like, jeez. <laughs> For some reason, um, Zoe Deschanel is there. Yeah, but she doesn't have bangs, so it's weird. She's blonde, she's, too. Um, she's blonde and she doesn't also have bangs. Weird. So I'm like, I don't know her. <laughs> I don't know this woman. Sorry to this woman. Who is she? Sorry to this man. Um, um, Kiki Palmer is funny. It's okay that you don't know. Who was it? Dick Cheney? No one should know Dick Cheney. Yeah, I mean, he should I be in jail for shooting someone in the face and crimes against humanity, but... Whatever. Yeah. We're I fine. think almost everyone should be in jail. We should put all <laughs> the white politicians in jail and take out all the people of color who were in there for like fucking ounce of marijuana or whatever. Right. Um, the world is stupid and gross. Uh, the world yeah. is a vampire. <laughs> Gary Busey. I'm sure he did something that he should be in jail for. I don't believe that he's innocent. There's something wrong with him. Those eyes, they don't close all the way. Isn't it weird how strong genetics are? Like, Jake Busey is the carbon copy of him. He's like... Who? Jake Busey, his son? I don't know what he looks like. He's like a James Brolin-level carbon copy of Gary Busey. Except for James and Josh Brolin are hot as hell. Yeah, they're fucking fine. Jake Busey. Um, so, if you remember in a... Give me a son. In um, I do you remember the movie Identity. It was no. John Cusack, and he was like a guy with a split personality. Oh, okay. And he, mm-hmm. Jake Busey was the guy with the uh, baseball bat on his throat. Remember? <laughs> kind no? of, yeah. I he do. I have f- seen this man before. The Frighteners. Remember the Frighteners with Michael J. Fox? That's a Peter Jackson joint. I like that movie. I've never seen it. It's a scary movie. We should Apparently do it. I have seen Home Fries. I, I don't remember. Oh, I haven't thought of Home Fries in years. Holy shit. He's in Roadhouse. Um, The Stone Age. Maybe I recognize him from Roadhouse. Yeah, he's like, well, he's just Jake Busey or Gary Busey, but like young. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunate looking. 
just another indicator that if you're a white guy, even if you're not conventionally attractive, you could you could be in movies. You just be I remember in movies. really liking Home Fries. I thought Drew Barrymore was so good in it. Yeah, um, she's dead to it... us now, though. So unfortunately, yeah, uh, she's a scab. So <sighs> yeah, womp. Um, well. Happy holidays to you and yours. We'll see you <coughs> probably holidays. in 2024 or something. I don't really know. Um, remember this holiday season that you can't shut up words. Stay ugly. And get fucked. Get fucked. Get fucked. We'll see y'all soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.